0: Welcome to The Determined Mom Show, the only marketing podcast dedicated to guiding mom CEOs into tranquility, wealth, and multiplying those precious moments. Hello, and welcome to episode two of the Determined Mom Show. I am your host, Amanda Tento, and in this episode, we will be talking about that anxiety ridden period of time where you have to decide whether you're going back to work, are you going to be staying at home, or are you going to have your cake and eat it too as a work at home mom. Here we go. So, the first thing I want to do is kind of share with you my story. I have three children and they're all girls. They are all gorgeous, beautiful, smart, hilarious, all of those things. And to be honest, I'm actually very surprised that they're allowing me to record this uninterrupted, but so far they haven't interrupted me, so which is great. And I'm going to start with how I ended up where I am. So when I was, I don't know, I guess I went to college. I went to college just like Back in the 90s, everyone did. And I am dating myself there, but obviously, I'm a little older than probably a lot of you. But anyway, so back in the 90s, it was just like the next thing to do is just go to college. And in a lot of ways, it still is today. But I think there's so many other options out there for kids today. And I kind of wish I hadn't been forced to go to college. But I went to a traditional university for two years and then I figured out that I hated it and I did not like any part of learning about things that I was definitely not going to use. So I actually told my mom that I wanted to be a real estate agent. I loved floor plan books, you know, those floor plan books that I don't even know if they sell them anymore, Um, but they used to sell these floor plan books where you would just get a floor plan book and you could look around and... Like just thousands of floor plans, or I should say hundreds of floor plans in each of these books. I would get them at Home Depot or Borders or I guess Barnes and Noble now because Borders is long gone. But anyway, I was obsessed with these and I wanted to be a real estate agent and I wanted to be able to walk in and just imagine, help people imagine where they're going to live. It's just always been a passion of mine. And my mom said, Nope, you're going to end up tied up in a closet and you're going to you know, be dead somewhere. And I'm like, really? So she decided that she was going to find an alternative. So she found an interior design school. So I ended up getting a degree in interior design and I was mildly interested in it, but it was definitely not a passion. And I think I learned a lot of things about what I'm probably going to do with our children when they get to that age and when they try to figure out what they want to do with their life, definitely not going to force anything upon them because it's definitely a waste of money. So if they're not passionate about it, I'm not going to make them do it. But anyway, that led me into working in lots of furniture stores, designing living rooms, bedrooms, whatever rooms for people, helping them pick furniture, fabrics, drapes, all of the fun things. And this is back when computers were just kind of sort of starting to be used for rendering and elevations and kind of visual things for clients. And actually, my class was the last class to not have laptops. So the class after mine actually got laptops. So that was pretty cool. But we were the last graduating class that did not get laptops so we were a little bit behind but we did everything by hand still it was super fun wouldn't probably do it again but i spent the next let's see about four or five years in the design industry worked at a lot of really cool places i worked at i think my favorite place that i worked was ralph lauren in philadelphia um the one of the flagship stores and it was just so cool i would sell like $30,000 armoires and $25,000 sofas to people. It was really fun. It was definitely a different period of life and... Would totally do that part again, but super cool. So fast forward to me not liking Philadelphia, and I ended up moving back to central Pennsylvania, which if you can tell from my accent, as everyone says, I am from central Pennsylvania. And I think when I say Pennsylvania is usually when it comes out, but ignore that if it gets on your nerves. <laughs> so I apologize. Anyway, moved back there and started working again in furniture, and design and didn't like it still. So I ended up starting in business management. I ended up managing a pottery studio, one of those little paint yourself pottery studios, and I absolutely loved it. I loved everything about it. I loved helping people. I loved managing people. I loved just everything. So that is where my business management career kind of started, and that was about 13 years ago. And that's what I've been doing ever since. I managed that and partial and owned it for quite a few years. And I think the whole, the total of all of that was probably about five years that I managed or owned that particular business. So then I went into operations at a ministry. So let me actually go back a little bit. When I was at the pottery studio, that's when I had our first daughter, who is now um, approaching quickly, nine years old, and she... The very cool thing about being at my own business is that I was able to take her to work. I set up a playpen and I breastfed her and would just be able to kind of sneak into what we called the party room and feed her if I needed to. And it was just really great to be able to have her there. There were some inconveniences and things like that. And the biggest regret that I have about that situation is that I didn't have any quality time with her, really. I mean, I was always at work. And as a business owner, I might have to be there on Saturday. I might have to be there on Sunday. Did I ever really have a day off? No. I'm sure probably all of you are struggling with that same issue now, or you may be, maybe you aren't. It's a real issue that we focus on and that we struggle with as moms who own businesses. So finding myself a new position after the Pottery Studio closed, was super fun and a little bit difficult because I wanted something completely different. So that's when, like I said before, the operations manager at a local nonprofit, it was a ministry that basically helped lots of different people to with income assistance. It helped with basically any kind of assistance. They needed food. They had food banks. Um, there were five different locations It was a lot of fun. I learned so much. I learned a lot about accounting. I learned a lot about facility management, things that I pretty much never thought that I would ever have to learn. I learned about and I am what you would call a lifelong learner. So I enjoyed every single moment of everything that I learned there. And I really appreciate my time there. And I appreciate my former uh, employer, Eric. He was the executive director. He still is and Molly and Gina. I just met so many amazing people. And I love you and I miss you all. I doubt you're listening to this because it's totally not in your wheelhouse. But if you are, I love you and I miss you. And so then when I was working there, I should say, um, is when I became pregnant with our second daughter. And she is a little spitfire. She's hilarious. And we love her so much. But it was a little bit more of a difficult time because I was actually working and I obviously couldn't bring her to work. And I ended up pumping for the first year. I think I was able to pump for about 13 months and it was a really, really difficult time. Uh, I ended up having to pump in an office with like three other people in it. it was, they were all women, so they're all moms too. So it was pretty chill. But I got to spend a lot of time with them. And that was really cool. But I didn't get to spend a lot of time with my baby. So basically, the first year of her life flew by in a flash. And she was out of diapers and all of that stuff before I even knew what happened. Then we moved across the country to Washington State from Pennsylvania. And let's see, the girls were, let's see, four and two at the time. So they were still pretty young. And It's been pretty fun living here, I would have to say. It's way more fun than Pennsylvania. Sorry if you are from Pennsylvania, I apologize. And if you think differently, for our family, it's way more fun living here. But I had to find another job again. So I ended up finding a job at a credit union. And I worked there for almost three years. And basically, I became pregnant with our third daughter And she, I just knew from like the moment that we actually started planning to have a third child, I didn't want to have to go back to work. I wanted to be able to like actually focus and concentrate and just spend time with this one. Like I didn't get that with either of the other two. I didn't get to see the first walking and all of the words and all of the, just that bond was not there. So... I know that a lot of you are probably either struggling with this or have struggled with it. So I just wanted to make sure that I talked about all of the things that go into it, my journey, letting you know where I'm coming from as a mom and as a business owner and my background. I also wanted to let you know that it's okay not to be prepared yet. So this period of time between When you find out you're pregnant or maybe when you're planning to conceive, all of those things, when that anxiety starts ramping up of like, oh, I don't want to go back to work, it happens and it happens quickly and it can seem like there's no answer, but there's definitely an easy answer. It's just going to be a matter of figuring out where your passions and your skills lie and also working around your family and knowing what is going to work for your family. Some types of jobs are not going to work for your family, and you just have to be aware of that and prepared. So we actually planned on conceiving Starlet, our third daughter, in February, and we ended up conceiving her in October. So let's see, probably about three months earlier than we planned. And that kind of threw a little bit of a monkey wrench because I was trying to kind of have everything like at least planned out and what I was going to do to not have to go back to my job and all that stuff. I just wanted to figure it out before we conceived, before I was pregnant, because I know that once you're pregnant, that especially with like a subsequent child, like your second, your third, your fourth, that the time just goes by so much quicker because you have all of the activities with the first child and the second child and, you know, however many kids you have. But I wanted to figure all of that out and I wanted to make sure that I had a plan. I'm a planner, so if you're a planner, you probably struggle with this more than other people. What I ended up doing was I started a blog called The Determined Mom, and that's kind of the show has kind of evolved out of that. And a lot of things have evolved out of that, which I'll go into in a minute. But it started out as a blog because I thought maybe I can monetize a blog and get it all up and running by the time she comes. And I can just blog every month and their blog every week, every day, whatever, and just earn money off of affiliate um, sales. And there's just so many things that I had in my mind. And I executed all of that, to be honest. After she was born, we had family and friends in the whole first month that she was born. And it just ended up being really difficult and not being able to spend the time blogging and not being able to dedicate that time. I still have notebooks full of blogging ideas and I just have never written them. So I ended up coming up against that wall where I had to decide, okay, my paternity leave is up. What am I going to do? Or my paternity leave is coming up the end of it is coming up. What am I going to do? Like, it was so frustrating and so nerve wracking and just I needed an answer. So at the credit union, I was actually licensed in auto and personal lines, which are basically auto and home and Renter's insurance. So I was already licensed as an insurance agent in Washington State. And so I figured, hmm, what else could I do with insurance where I could work from home? So I did a lot of research and I found a position would allow me to work from home selling health insurance. So this would be for the Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act plans. And I jumped on it. I started that in October and I Really, really had no idea what I was getting myself into. I paid quite a bit of money for all my licenses. I ended up uh getting my life and um health insurance licenses in ten different states. So that way it would allow me to have more calls coming in. And basically I would get up at five o'clock, so I would probably get up around four o'clock in the morning on the West Coast. So that would be Pacific time, which would be what would that be, 7 o'clock on the East Coast. And I would work from 5 a.m. Pacific time to about 8 p.m. Pacific time because of the requirements for being at your desk a certain amount of time. I would constantly be interrupted with the baby and and that kind of thing. And you had to log your time. So every time that I was on, I had to have this clock running and they would monitor how long I was on, so I'd have to be on for that long in order to get the number of hours that I needed and the number of sales that I needed. Speaking of sales, I hated that job uh, because it was selling and it was very high pressure selling and very icky. And I don't like things that make me feel icky about what I'm doing. I don't like that. That's probably one of my biggest pet peeves. And I hope that if you don't like sales, you don't do insurance sales over the phone for the ACA enrollment period. That's just a little suggestion. But so I figured out that I didn't like that. January came around. I finished out that month and I ended up starting my own virtual assistant business. I have been in business management at that point for about 12 years. And I knew that I needed to use the skills that I had to provide business owners excellent service. So, I had all of the skills already. I've been doing marketing for businesses as well for about 12 years at that point and I ended up just kind of starting my own VA agency and I loved it. I got clients right away. I was fully booked a couple months later and I really loved it, but I realized that my passion is not in sorting emails and all the other things that ha- that you can do, but in marketing. So I loved everything marketing. I love email. I love Facebook. I love all of the the different tools that you can use. And the thing that kind of blows my mind so much now is that 90% of this stuff is free. 90% of the tools that we use are free today. So I think it's, it just really blows my mind that we can market our businesses and like right now I'm recording a podcast, yeah, there is some back end cost to it, but it's pretty minimal when you think about, it just blows my mind. Knowing what a commercial costs on television still to this day per minute and knowing that we can have a bigger exposure, get into someone's pocket right now, right here today, that just blows my mind and I love it and I want to help you and I want to share that with you. And I really want to hopefully spark that passion for marketing and that excitement as soon as you start seeing results from the things that you do. So that's how I ended up getting into a marketing agency. You can see why, because I'm super passionate about marketing. But my point is, after you know all of my story and after you've heard me gabbing for a little while, my point is that you may not know exactly what you want to be doing at any given moment, but you will. There's no wrong answer to the, should I go back to work? Should I stay at home? Or should I work from home question? There's no wrong answer to that. The answer to that that is correct is definitely going to be what you feel comfortable with, what works for your family, and what works for you financially. So, All of those factors are very important in making that decision. So in order to help you kind of get through that decision and evaluate it, I have created a free focus sheet and it is a time daycare evaluation sheet. So it's going to really allow you to figure out when I go back to work or if I go back to work, how much is it going to cost for me to have someone to care for my child? Am I comfortable with that? Am I going to actually have any leftover after I pay someone to care for my child? Is it worth it? And also it's going to give you a stay-at-home mom evaluation and it's also going to give you a work-at-home mom evaluation, giving you some basic numbers of different professions and averages and things like that. So I hope it will really help you to kind of get through this decision-making process. If you've already been through this decision-making process, please definitely join our The Determined Mom Show community on Facebook and let us know what you want to hear more of, but also join to support your fellow moms, your fellow mompreneurs, mom CEOs, mom business owners. Join and I really want you to support each other. My goal is to always support you, always answer any questions that you have. So please definitely join that community so we can get to know each other. So you can get your free focus sheet. For time daycare evaluation at thedeterminedmom.com forward slash podcast forward slash two. This is episode two, and you can just go ahead and download that from there. Please feel free to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. Any subscribes is going to help to share it with more people, and I'm super excited about sharing it with as many people and helping as many moms as we can. And please feel free to leave a review, too, if you don't like something, maybe I'm too long-winded on something, maybe I say and, um whatever, maybe you don't like my Pennsylvania accent, please just uh, leave a review and let me know. Um, you can also email me at amanda at thedeterminedmom.com. I would love to hear from you. And you can also subscribe to The Determined Mom on YouTube for episode previews. So every week, I will be releasing an episode preview to give you an idea of what the upcoming episode is going to be about. So I hope you enjoyed this and I hope you got some clarity from it. I hope hearing my story and struggles with having three different daughters and three completely work different situations for each of them helps you to see that there's no right or wrong. Whatever you decide is what's right for you. So this is Amanda Tento signing off from The Determined Mom Show with much gratitude. Have a great week.